This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, my name is Daryl Ong and this is Barnan, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Recently, the Youth and Sports Minister YB Hanayo in Parliament announced that the federal government had scrapped plans to build special drag racing circuits in each state. Citing steep maintenance costs, YB Hanayo also said that the ministry is now focusing its efforts on upgrading and refurbishing existing sporting facilities. A well-criticised move initiated by the administration of ex-Prime Minister Ismail Sabri in August last year during the tabling of the budget, it was a proposal aimed at enhancing the development of motorsport in the country, assisting in scouting new talents for participation in motor racing at state and national level, while at the same time taking steps in eradicating illegal street racing. We dive deeper into what could have been, and today on the show we have Amiro Azrin, who is the head of content at the web portal Moto Malaya. To be frank, my concern is not whether it can be executed or not. My concern is who, if these circuits are actually being built, who are the relevant parties to actually will manage them? Mm. Because taking care of a circuit is not easy. I mean, look at uh, Sepang International Circuit. SIC is doing a, a really, really good job at managing the circuit. But if we have this, like, if each state, so 14 states, mm-hmm. have circuits, mm. then who would actually manage them is my ma- most, I mean, my major concern. Lah, because at the end of the day, if just take a look at the existing drag circuit that we have, yep. for example, the one in Trigano, mm-hmm. okay, just last year we have a horrific accident that happened there where someone lost their life. Why? Because if you look at the condition of the circuit, it was a really, really bad shape. You don't have the proper railings, you don't have a proper guardrails to protect the spectators entering the circuit or getting near the circuit. Hmm. So, you know, there's someone actually managing the circuit, but look at how bad it is right. at the moment. Got you. So then again, yeah. So talking about whether it's feasible or not, to me personally, I think it's not about whether we can actually build them. It's about how... Uh, we can actually, or the government can actually manage them. Mm. That is my most major concern. Mm. Building it is one thing, but maintaining it, right? Like you mentioned. Exactly. Whole exactly. different story. Well, that's all uh, gone now, you know, a bit of back and yeah. forth between YB, Hena, Yo, and also ex uh, Prime Minister Ismail Sabri, uh, the former, scrapped plans last week to um, build the drag circuit due to high costs and maintenance costs, like you were alluding to. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your take on this? Should more research have been done before hastily uh, announcing it? Yes, because uh, it's not just about, like I said earlier, right? I mean, it's not just about uh, building a circuit, okay? It's more than that. Plus, I mean, I do believe the government can actually easily build a circuit with 20 million bu- uh, ringgit budget for each of the states. Okay. I, I don't think that is, that's an issue. Uh, but you, you, like I said, more research needs to be done in terms of... Um, the safety aspects. You know, when people talk about building a, a, a drag circuit or a drag track, you, you only talk, you you can only think about, you know, building the proper, like maybe two or three kilometers straight uh, line of roads. Mm-hmm. You don't think about the safety aspect of it. Uh, for example, you need marshals. How many marshals need to take care of the, how, who are the entity that would be in charge of the circuits? You know, things should be focused more on safety. Mm. And the right choosing choosing the right entity to manage them instead of um, uh, focusing on whether the 
cost of building a circuit is too high or too much. Mm, we mm. should really focus on the safety aspect of it. Of it. Yeah, you're talking things like protective gear, uh, marshals yes, at the yes, circuit, yes, yes. safety precautions. But it does really sound like a mammoth task. It's, it's, yes, it's going it to take is, a long is. time. Yeah, because, um, okay, like I said, um, in Malaysia, we have uh, several uh, entities that has experience in managing this. We have SIC. Mm. We have also... Um, MAM, Malaysia Motorsports Associations, mm. you know. So if you want to build a drag circuit, maybe these two entities uh, are the right bodies you actually need to refer to, mm. okay? Instead, and then, um, but you don't really hear that when they actually brought up the the matter in 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 the parliament. You did, you don't really hear them. Okay, I suggest we do this. We talk to SICs, we talk to MAM, or we listen to people who are actually involved in motorsports. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it it is feasible to actually do this, but we do hear that uh, there are you know uh, road safety experts, politicians talking about it, but they don't really engage the right uh, individuals. Uh, before uh, making out these decisions. Mm, mm. Uh, t- so think about it, right? If it did went through, you know, there are two drag circuits right now uh, in Chunganu yep. and Melaka, right? Um, mm-hmm. The plan was to build one in every state and ultimately yep. to give youth the opportunity to participate more in motorsports activities through mm-hmm. uh, the proper yes. channels. However, on the other side, road safety experts also think that this wouldn't put an end to, you know, illegal racing and, and mud rim pits mm-hmm. and things like that. What's your take on mm-hmm. that? Okay, to be frank, nothing can actually put an end towards illegal racing. It's still going to happen. It's just a matter of um, reducing uh, the amount of casualties, reducing the amount of people actually participating in illegal racing or mud rampant madness. I, I understand what, what the road safety experts are saying. Mm. You know, I think that um, it's it's not about build how many uh, drag strips you're going to build, how, whether these drag strips are cheap or not. It's about enforcement. Mm. If you really want to tackle uh, illegal racing and mud rampage, the only way to do it is through enforcement. I mean, come on. Every day, if you're especially on, on highways late at night, you'll see this mud rampage doing you know, whatever thing they are doing, illegal racing. Mm. Even Balik Kampung, you'll see all these groups uh, of mud rampage riding um, dangerously on the road, mm. despite the, you know there's a lot of cars on, on, on the road. Because why they are, they are brave enough to do it? Because... Again, it's down to enforcement. Hmm. There is a lack of uh, enforcement from from uh, relevant authorities. Hmm. I, I don't really... Uh, I Like I said, uh, there's nothing could actually put an end to illegal racing, no matter how many drag strips you build, how many circuits you have, or how many international circuits you have. At the end of the day, illegal racing is going to continue by itself unless there's a proper enforcement. Because, to be frank, if you build, for example... 20 or 30 drag strips or uh, or circuits, yep. you have to wear proper riding gears. You have to wear your helmets. You have to wear your jackets. You have to wear your riding pants, your boots, your glove. You have to wear your racing suits. And those things cost you a fortune. Yeah. And people who involve in illegal racing, they love it because you don't really need to spend much. You just spend on your petrol. Five, five bucks is enough to fill up your full tank for your for your cup chai. Mm. You just wear your typical MS88 Bogo helmet that costs you only 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> you know, you don't mm. need to wear gloves. Mm. You can just wear your slippers. I mean, just for example, just recently uh, a, a very horrific accident happened. Uh, this, uh, this guy on his Yamaha Arizak just went through the traffic. Doing uh, a Superman, uh, yeah. Superman, and then hit the car head mm. on and he died. So, you know, like I said, you can't really put an end to illegal racing, sadly. 
but what you can do is to reduce the numbers by increasing uh, the uh, numbers of authorities mm. and enforcement lah. Mm. Mm. Like, like, yeah, I I agree with you completely. You know, it's not just mm. the fact of you know putting on the suit at the the drag circuit, but also to paying the entrance yes. fee <laughs> to yes, to yes, use yes, the yes. circuit as well. Because um, because currently, uh, for example, right now in Sepang, if you want to join the drag days, yeah, you have to bring your own bike. Mm. You have to pay at least around 400 to 450 ringgit for four or five hours session. So mm. which is you know cost a lot of money yeah for sure and if you if you want to rent a bike then it's going to cost you 1000 to 2000 ringgit yeah for sure yeah yeah it's expensive expensive uh, yeah it is it is um on to that you know why do you think the emphasis is just on drag races and not everything else you know do you think this move kind of targets a certain demographic well to be frank uh it does look like that okay because you know those who involve um uh With illegal racing are usually the demographics are mainly from B40s, okay? Because those who can buy big bikes are mainly those with, with you know, who can afford it. Mm. And then if you can afford it, you definitely can just straight away go to Sepang to test out your skill and, and whatnot. And, uh, but drag strip, of course, uh, the main reason is because wants to promote those who involve in illegal racing to actually, you know, pick something safer. Mm. You know, like drag strips and join this. But then again, drag strips are mainly for cars. Cars, that's right. Yeah. Okay. You there, there are events that involve bikes, but not as many as cars. Yeah. Even cars are more popular in, to to involve in drag strip. Bikes are usually, uh, you know, corners like Sepang. That's why they. That's the reason why they choose choose highways like Karak to 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 ride fast. Mm. But then again, like like you said, yes, I do agree that. It, These track strips are actually to promote to 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 towards some particular demographics, but like I said, it's not really that the best solution to actually to tackle illegal racing or mm. marabit. Mm. We also we also bit on your thoughts about that a little later later mm-hmm. on, but give sure, us sure, an, sure. give us an insight, Amiro. You know, um, uh-huh. illegal races have been around since the 90s or even before that. Yes. What yes. motivates and attracts people to participate in illegal racing, even though they know it's dangerous? Okay, first and foremost. I mean, to me, if you ask me based on my experience, yeah. it's because you have motorcycle shops, uh, especially motorcycle shops, uh, promoting uh, parts that could actually increase your speed. Because in Malaysia, you have two sets of license: B uh, B full, which uh, is 250 cc and above, okay. and you have B two below 250 cc. And if for someone to actually buy a big bike. Uh, to ride fast on the street, you need to spend more than 30k. Not to mention, you have to spend a thousand plus to actually uh, attain that B full license. Mm. So for those who can't afford it, who can't afford to buy big bikes, who can't afford to upgrade the license, who can only afford to to have B two license, so they they only can afford to buy small bikes. And of course, if someone offers you, bro, I can make your bike go faster. Do you want it? You just spend a few uh, ringgit, 200 ringgit. Of course, someone would say yes. Of course, I want because you know instead of spending thirty thousand on a, on a big bike that can go hit two hundred kilometer per hour easily, you can spend two, three, or maybe two thousand ringgit to actually upgrade your engine and all, so your bike, your capture can hit hundred and eighty, hundred and seventy kilometers per hour. Mm. So to me, that's the main reason, lah. Right. Okay. Right. You have sh- these shops promote. If you go to motorcycle shop, especially in certain certain areas, they offer you a package. If you spend two thousand ringgit. We can upgrade your bike, upgrade your bore and stroke. You can, so your bike, for example, bicycle, 
can hit 180 kilometers per hour right, right. easily. Who wouldn't want that? And, and all, all these parts are not road legal, are they? No, they are not. Right. They are not. Mm. They are not. But you see shops uh, promoting them on Facebook, social medias, out in the open. I know MCMC recently they said uh, they're gonna uh, take a closer look at these shops, okay. especially on social medias. But up to this day, I mean, there are some action taken, especially in Penang recently. But to this day, these shops are actually promoting them out in the open. So people will actually just easily go and grab them. Should Should these workshops then be put more into the spotlight if that's the case? Yes, definitely, definitely. Because at the end of the day, if there's demand, hmm. there's supply. Yep. I know, um, but then again, shops wants to, you know, make money, just to put it simply. Of hmm. course. So, and they know that there, there are certain groups of people who actually like this, like to make their bike go faster, hmm. like to, you know, 150cc bike now can do 170, 180, even though the illegal uh, uh, speed limit is 110. I mean, I mean, Personally, I also sometimes exceed 110 speed limits. I mean, to be frank, okay? Mm, mm. But this for bikes that 150cc, you're supposed to only go like 100 or 120 or maximum. Going 150, 60, 170 kilometer per hour is very, very dangerous. Not to mention uh, the modifications that they do mm. actually put them at, uh, at risk because you can actually... Um, your engine can easily broke down while you're doing you know more than 100 kilometers per hour. <laughs> But then again, like I said, there's no actually proper enforcement on these shops. So it's not, this matter will, will not end there lah, mm. as long as these shops are actually selling them out, out in the open. Mm, gotcha. Uh, on to another point now. Uh, like we oh. mentioned, there are two. There are oh. currently two track circuits in Malaysia, yep. Malacca and Trenganu. And oh. the initial plan was to have uh, a circuit in every state or oh. a drag strip in, in every state. Yep. That being said, though, some states, the topography is not similar, right? So yes. I just want to know what are some of the main considerations in your opinion when choosing a suitable location for a drag circuit? I think uh, when it comes to location, it has to, uh, it has to come down to accessibility. Right. Okay, hmm. How easy it is to actually get to the circuit. For example, Sepang is quite far for those actually living in KL because uh, I mean, I'm staying in Subang Jaya and for me to get to Sepang is... Easily 45 minutes. Yep. Okay. So and so for 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 those who wants to promote to uh, youngsters or golongan belia, you know, who involved in uh, illegal racing, to actually come to this so-called drag circuit to, to to join the race, you have to actually consider to make it near the city centers. Okay. But then again, talking about city centers, the closer you are to the city center, the location, the the land is going to cost yeah. you a lot more. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what happened is, put you they built these places somewhere that is out of nowhere. You know, it's quite hard to get there. So like that's it. That's a lot of research needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just now you mentioned about the twenty million ringgit, right? You think? Yes. Uh, I feel that's a bit on the low side, especially if you want to build drag mm-hmm. all over the country. But but mm-hmm. uh, give us give us a ballpark number. You know. Um, It would it would be hard to actually put an exact figure. Yeah. Uh, if I mean 20 million for for and for to spend each one of the circuit is enough. Oh. But if 20 million for all for like for all <laughs> that that doesn't make any sense at all because like I said they when we, they come up with these numbers they don't actually engage the people who are in you know who have experience in this and motorsports to be to be exact. Is expensive. Yeah, Motorsport yeah. is an expensive sport. It's not because, uh, uh, it's because 
how expensive it is to actually maintain the facilities. Hmm. Is maintenance the biggest problem when it comes to our current circuits that we have now? It is the yes, biggest problem. Yes. So do you it think is, do, you, do you think that that twenty million could have been very well used to you know improving and upgrading said circuits? Yes, I think it's it's better to use uh, in that manner because, for example, recently uh, Sepang International Circuit they had to uh, resurface the tracks. Not the entire track is only from turn seven until turn twelve. You know, if I'm not mistaken, okay. from turn seven to turn twelve, it cost them close to ten million. Wow. <laughs> okay. Th- That's seven drag circuits. <laughs> yeah, not the entire five kilometers uh, circuit. Hmm. So imagine to build. 14 uh, drag strips with just 20 million. Mm. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Mm. I mean, the ultimate goal, again, I guess, when it was announced, is to number one eradicate uh, illegal street racing, yes. but also to yeah. inculcate that kind of competitiveness, competitiveness yes. uh, in, in motorsport. Mm-hmm. Out for new talents to participate mm-hmm. in international motor tournaments mm-hmm. at state and national mm-hmm. level. Uh, give us an insight uh, in your position now. Um, do we have some kind of grassroots system when it comes to motorsports and bikes in particular? Yes, actually we do. We have uh, uh, what we call it as FRM uh, Mini GP. Okay. Previously, it was called SIC Mini GP. Mini GP is is a race where uh, kids riding on on small bikes. Uh, these bikes are, is, they are not full size bikes they are small bikes but they do have power mm. um, but then again uh, it still costs you a lot of money mm. okay so it comes down to the parents whether how willing they are to actually bring their kids to to to, to, to join them we have from FIM Mini GP we have um, the previous winner uh, Hakim Danish mm. Hakim Danish is one of Malaysia's most the most talented young riders that he's currently racing at the Red Bull Rookies Cup, and he's doing amazingly well there. But nice. unfortunately, he crashes last a few days ago. Okay, but he's doing really, really well. Uh, nice. He did well at CEV. So, we have a lot of races in Malaysia. We have the Capri, but Capri used to be personally. I think Capri used to be uh, a good platform to actually find new talents. Mm. But then again, after many, many years, uh, you can't really go that far if you if you join Capri. Because the the race is more localized. It's not you don't go actually outside of Malaysia to race, mm. unlike uh, FIM Mini GP or Asian Road Racing. Mm. Okay, so in terms of that, I think we have enough um, platforms to actually, uh, you know, uh, build new talents or find new talents. We don't really uh, need to actually build drag strips, build more circuits to actually promote new talents because we we already have them okay. what we need now is is proper uh managing from from right entities from the right bodies you know MEM SIC and also parents okay not those kind of parents who on the road you see kids 13 14 years old riding motorcycles you know just your, your parents simply running them to ride their own their bikes so you need parents need to take full responsibility mm. if uh, you know Uh, if they want uh, to 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 create the next Hafi Sharin, okay, per se, then they need to bring their kids uh, to proper platforms like the FIM and GP. What I want to ask you is, you know, the audiences for you know these professional motor races and also mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Uh, illegal street races. Do you think they yeah. garner the same crowd? I I can't say 100%. Uh, I mean, those who because at the end of the day, who those who enjoy motorsports like MotoGP's in Malaysia. Uh, 
they don't really follow all those yeah. category things, yeah. right? Mm. Because and vice versa, I would assume, no? Yes, yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. So because illegal racing is more like the sole focus is more just to fun. Yeah. You know, like parking with your friends by mm. the roadside, mm. you know, doing stunts and that's it. Motorsport is something serious, something that you put your blood, sweat and tears into. Mm. Okay, you see people putting efforts. So, you know, they are actually racing not just because they like it, but because that's how that's how basically they are day job lah. Mm. Okay? Mm. So you can't really actually uh, those who watch enjoy racing and those who watch motorsports, MotoGP To me, they they are not the same kind because I I'm a fan of MotoGP. I'm a fan of motorsports, mm. and I don't involve that in that kind of uh, scenario. Mm, got you. Um, like you mentioned, like you alluded to, parents are very important in the upbringing mm-hmm. of you know young kids, but also education, yep. right? Do you think there should be more colleges that specialize in motorsports and bikes in particular? Would that help? Well, um, not really, because at the end of the day, this college, if uh, they have courses like automotive colleges especially mm. you have TOC and then you have uh, Giat Mara also you know but these colleges I mean these uh, subjects they only teach you on how to work on bikes mm. right okay, it's not mm. about how to teach you to become a, a future <laughs> Malaysian racer it doesn't work like that you got know? you got you okay, yeah so I I don't think those two are related lah. Mm. Um, to to end off with, you know, can you share any success stories from countries in uh, countries abroad, like Finland, for example, is a uh-huh. striving uh, motorsport scene. Um, and what lessons that uh, Malaysia, we uh, us as a nation, can take from Finland, for example? Okay, so for example, Finland, um, they thrive in motorsports, but in four wheels, not in two wheels. Mm. Two wheels, you have to look uh, to Europe, like okay. countries like Spain and Italy. Mm. So that's where you find Valentino Rossi's. Uh, Valentino Rossi has his own academy, the VR46 Academy. Um, you have Marc Marquez from Spain. Uh, most of the races come from Europe. Mm. Why? Because they have uh, not they have proper platforms. Like in Malaysia, we have FIM Mini GP, ARC, and Capri. But in Europe, there's a lot more right. platforms that they can offer. Also. They also promote um, things like motocross, riding on dirt. Okay, so riding on dirt, you don't really need a big space like circuit. Okay, you just have to. Uh, uh, you can actually use your 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 whatever space you have to because it doesn't need uh, that much much of space like like circuits. Mm. So that's where they actually uh, can nurture more talents, can create more talent, and also at the same time. They don't really engage in illegal racing because the enforcement in Europe, especially, is really, really, really tight. So, like I said earlier in the in, in the interview, um, you have to focus on enforcement if you really want to uh, tackle illegal racing. That's it. That was Amiro Azrin, the head of content at Web Portal Moto Malaya, as this week we've been talking about the cancellation of the building of drag racing circuits in every state. If you'd like to check out that interview again, you can head over to our website www.bfm.my forward slash bar none. And if you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can tweet us. We are at BFM Radio. That's it for this week. My name is Daryl Ong and this has been Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week, only here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, 
Download the BFM app.